the market was very shaky on mm. the concept. Yeah. And you know the 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 reality is most other winemakers were pretty hostile. So there wasn't a lot of support. No. So the guys now with obviously Craig and Jachen and um, and Stompy and and Banner who you met last yeah. night. I mean they're all sort of yeah, but supporting is, each other and yeah, helping and each other you, out. you need that. Yeah. I mean it, it's, it's a bit of camaraderie. Yeah. And just also to raise the the confidence of the the average wine buyer. I mean, it's 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 mm. you know, not that many people want this kind of uncertainty, and you know, the, with more and certainly in France, you know, that was that was less of an issue. Mm. But I mean, you know, since the beginning, I've always sold more than ninety percent of my production out of France. I mean, these days, I, I still sell more wine in Italy than I sell in France. Yeah. Right. And I mean, now, yes, I can increase my, especially in Paris, I mean, I, mm. I So what, what are the biggest markets for Matassa at the moment? Um, well, I still work a lot. In, I, I've gone back to working. It took me about five years to get back into Scandinavia mm -hmm. after that uh, uh, incident. Yeah. Um, so were you, were you selling both to them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Now, in that context, I was just selling... Um, Observatory. Okay. You know, as I was saying, uh, you know, if anything, uh, a South African wine was more welcome. I mean, I was working with Berry Brothers and Rudd in the UK, and mm -hmm. uh, Oddbins were selling a lot, uh, mm -hmm. but it was going through fields, the, the on trade arm of berries at the time, mm. and probably still. But, uh, you know, when I presented a wine from Roussillon, they were just like, what the fuck, you know, this is, a, I remember Berry Brothers saying, you know, we don't buy wine from Provence. Mm. I was like, well, it's That's not, right. it's not fucking yeah. Provence, <laughs> but, you know, but it may as well have been. And yeah, yeah. Whereas African wine had, there's a much more sentimental attachment to... So anything sort of south of Sharon after Pat wasn't worth talking about? No, yeah. no. And, uh, you know, they just, they balked completely and just told me flat out no, and mm. I mean... But it was clear by that stage that they, you know, I was selling my wine maybe in the beginning as a kind of as something old-fashioned and anachronistic and uh, backward-looking in a sense uh, because there was no forward movement towards a more general natural wine. There was no concept of, mm. of this. And so marketing-wise, it was, you know, fuck, I thought you just made wine and people bought it. I mean, I didn't realize you had to sell it. Yeah, right. Um, to explain it to people and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I certainly, you know, I was quite happy to and mm. tried to try to anyway mm. on the actual nutty nitty gritty of the business side, where you need people to pick up wine every year mm. and to yeah. move that wine and to create markets for it. Yes. Um, and you need to move off the shelf or off the wine list as well. Yeah, yeah. because selling the wine to a car, you know, forcing or strong arming someone to buy twenty four bottles, then. 23 of them are still sitting mm. in the stock next year. I mean, that that's Not a disaster. So, yeah, it, 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 fortunately, things started moving more and more uh, in all these markets um, by sort of 2007, 2008. Consciousness was shifting anyway. Mm. By 2011, 12, you know, places like Sweden, like... Norway, like Denmark, definitely. We're obviously the the whole food and the natural wine. You know, Scandi cuisine 
because of Noma, because of really, yeah. it's it's very much identified with natural wine. Mm. So apart from maybe somewhere really going for the three Michelin stars like uh, Geranium in, in Copenhagen, you know, no restaurant that wants to be taken seriously is going to have much in the way of chemical wine or, mm. or, or heavily sulfured wine. They, they need... And Japan seems like a massive market in the last few years for natural wine. From, yeah, from, I mean, from looking from the outside, it's been there for quite a while. I mean, mm. the market for natural wine there, but mm. it's it's relatively small compared okay. to, but it's very intense. I mean, mm. the way the Japanese are, and uh, mm. I mean, they, they'll drink fucking anything. I mean, mm. you, 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 they're obsessed with whatever they're doing. They're obsessed with. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very um, uh, what is it? A very uh, there's a portion that love Bordeaux. Mm. It's, it's a great market for super Californian wines. Yeah, so it's very segmented. Or super Tuscan. Yeah, but, mm. but I think people underestimate how much crossover there is. There is a lot of crossovers there. Okay. And then then you have a very hardcore of, of natural wine, hipster, you know, that's your guy wearing old overalls from a, from a, a car company and... Mm. and you know, with maybe a sh good dose of tattoos and and, mm -hmm. and and piercings and yeah, and he's only doing the natural wines that get sold in Vervolé in in Paris or, yeah. or okay. um, and then some who've got a very sophisticated, incredibly knowledgeable. You know, they're sensitive to the slightest touch of sulfur or, mm. or uh, they don't necessarily want mouse either. Mm. I mean, they they. they it's the the Japanese winemaker in Jura, Kenjiro Domaine um, de Miroir, uh, which is incredibly precise, clear uh, the wines. I mean, they're fantastic. You know, that kind of sensibility, is, it, 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 it's definitely there in Japan. Uh, but it's a huge market, so mm. you, you can have a small portion. But yeah, the majority is, is kind of... They just want stuff that's new and interesting and, mm. and with a funky label and they're, they're not that focused on on actual wine quality. Yeah. Uh, well, so. yeah, I mean, there's that, there's that, um, there is a sort of a philosophy in Japan, the wabi-sabi um, philosophy of, you know, the imperfections actually makes the, makes the, the item or the, the concept um, stronger. It makes it more individual. So, I, I mean, I'm maybe to linking two very separate ideas there, but I think that's certainly part of, in their sort of culture, in their, in their philosophies, that, that helps identify and helps the attraction of, of, of these very idiosyncratic wines. Mm. They're not just you know, rubber-stamped and cookie-cutter wines. They're, they're, each one of them has their own aspect and, and nature aspect, to them. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm aware of the, the, the concept and... Mm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get involved in a mm. discourse on Japanese culture, but, no. but there. Um, but uh, I've, you know, I'm just happy to go there and eat. Yeah. And you know, they, they, it's such an experience going there uh, in terms of the greeting and the. Uh, the I mean, actually, a pain in the ass when they they, they they want you to fucking sign their t-shirts all the time and their underpants and their socks and. <laughs> but um. But they, there's a... Intense a, and obsessed is um, too very apt words. Jesus. Um, but, but there is a portion of Japanese, and especially, I think this has been activated with Fukushima, and that, that there's uh, a very direct focus 
now on a, on a certain younger population, by a certain younger population, on how food's produced. Yeah, push back onto the onto the the established sort of status quo. Yeah, yeah. And so people are worrying a lot, wanting, worrying, wanting to 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 have better produce, and that can be a carrot, it can be a, a piece of meat or mm. a nut or a bottle yeah. of wine. Yeah, or a bean or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing happening in China. You know, all of our sort of popular images of Chinese are these sort of slightly robotic sort of worker ants, and uh, mm. but they're becoming and very quickly very extremely sensitive to to these issues as much as the Japanese. They're just not as sophisticated in the way they put it together. Japanese, you know, they they will recreate a, a Parisian wine bar in its many imperfections uh, with amazing detail. Yeah, yeah and very organized. Yeah, mm. and, the, and there's that the aesthetic product. and the, mm. the, the, they're, they're very stylish bastards. I mean, they, they, you know, they always have the exact jean pant that with the, the right boot and the right fucking t-shirt and the right this and everything is... The old jean pant. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. Mm. But I uh, fucking, I love going there. I want to go back. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, I mean, why, why, if, uh, on a, on a very simple, uh, if, if I hadn't met a French woman and had children with her and, you know, I would probably be still back here trying to make the observatory work. Yeah. And, um, I just needed to be able to be there and pushing in the way I did for Matissa. You know, as you said earlier, you can't do it by remote. I mean, I tried. But I mean, it's it's too much uh, energy and uh, and presence needed. And were you did you see a, a compromise on the on the um, you had to compromise? I would think in terms of the the quality of work that was being made done here because you weren't here, so you have to sort of make well, I, a, it, just by force of you know the tyranny of distance. Yeah, yeah, I th I, th I think. Certainly, if you compare it to to what I do now yeah. and to my vineyard program, it, it's childish I mean but, but we took very important steps which was eliminating chemicals uh, and we got good crops we got grapes we got harvests and and um, but it needed uh, I mean it's the old thing of the best compost is the farmer's footprint yeah yeah and this which I think exists in almost every language in 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 some format, that, yeah. but yeah, uh, the best fertilizer. Also, the other day, the best fertilizer is the farmer's shadow. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. So it's it's you know you you can't ever get around that, um, you know. Uh, with the Boschas property, I mean the fact that you know Craig has continued to 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 use a lot of the the vineyards mm. and to use that for Cortez and skin, I believe, and for. The Haslevelu and, uh, and Sweet Cheeks, I think, as well. Yeah, right? and the the, the Hanaput and yeah. the Sweet Cheeks, and and now Jochen's moved in there. And Jochen's of next vintage. Yeah, he, I yeah. went. I dropped in there yesterday to mm. see. He's in the middle of moving. It's mm. his first day yesterday. He's pretty pumped. So yeah, and he's mm. he's gonna and you know he's I think a brilliant winemaker. Mm. Well, let's maybe just chat about the the guys here just very briefly. I mean, I mean, obviously you've had a lot to do with Craig. Over the last ten years, ten years, yeah. Um, you and Carla, obviously, and yeah. obviously with her parents at back in the day at uh, at Lamasuk. Yeah. 
so Craig worked with you, I mean, Jürgen's worked with you, uh, Matassa as well, and, yeah, yeah. and Stompy as well, a couple of vintages. Craig, uh, Jürgen came for two vintages, mm -hmm. so 2012 and 13. Mm -hmm. Craig actually spent about six months with us, but... Because um, Craig's on an Irish passport as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But he came for an entire growing season. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's maybe a little bit typical of Craig, is that he's so atypical. I mean, mm. you know, no one else asks to come for an entire summer. I mean, mm. of, I think we even paid him. But, uh, mm. uh, he, yeah, it, it was, he was working in the vineyards and mm -hmm. helping me in the cellar. And it was, he, it was a total, and you know, his, Jesus, I don't think anyone's ever asked me as many questions as Craig. And uh, Irvin, actually, Irvin called up and said, you know, I've got a, possibly a guy who's even more annoying than you. And uh, <laughs> he's, he actually introduced me as saying he asks more questions than anyone. And so he did warn me. But, um, yeah, I, I certainly don't think I've ever met anyone who... who with with the same focus as Craig, I mean, he's mm. he's, he's uh, obviously a very intense individual, and you know that's uh, you know certainly. I mean, I'm affected by these guys. I mean, you know, mm. they they're not. Uh, it's not a, it's not an omni. I mean, it's an omnidirectional. Yeah. Thing. And to, yeah. certainly the you know if, you know I had an interest in drinking some orange wines in those days. Craig was fucking obsessed with them, and. Um, but it's not anodyne that the first orange wine I made was at the end of the 2008 vintage. So, uh, I mean, Craig had actually, he didn't actually stay for that long with the vintage. He, he was working in Portugal, but he'd, he'd, you know, he'd been there for six months. And, you know, we talked a lot about and drunk a lot of orange wines in mm. that time. You know, in, the, in those days, orange wine was extremely marginal mm. and... Uh, uh, these days, half my production is orange wine, and certainly three quarters of what I drink is orange. In terms of white wine, I, I drink probably 90% orange. I just don't like white wine very much anymore, uh, unless it's very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, orange wine for me makes way more sense with food. It, it's, uh, it's far more stable. Mm. Uh, there's no question of needing sulfur in orange wine. If you use sulfur in orange wine, you're a fucking moron. You haven't understood anything. If you filter an orange wine, you're a fucking moron. And so, so it's a wine style that, that should only be natural. Um, I mean, it, 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 there's no logical reason to, to, to go technical on an orange wine, except your own insecurity. So it's, it's, a, it's a style that, that is, is very free. I mean, I remember Jancis tasting my orange wine in 2012 or something, one of my wines, because I make about five or six different ones, maybe. Maybe 10 now, I don't know. Anyway, it was Cuvée Marguerite, which is one of our, our bigger ranges of wine. Mm. And um, Macabu, Muscat Pitigram, Muscat d'Alexandrie. And, and she's like, this is the worst fucking imitation of an orange wine I've ever had. Um, she didn't say it to my face, but she said it in her newspaper thing. And, you know, she's always been quite polite and nice about my wines and up to a point. Uh, then she decided to really go with uh, the orange wine upset her. And it was by no means my first. I mean, I've been mm. putting these out since. And by that stage, we were pretty well entrenched in places like Noma. And, mm. and she, uh, she compared me, to, I think, to Radicon or something. That what a piece of crap this... Because it was too light and too... Um, 
not thick enough and not extracted enough. And mm -hmm. funnily enough, Sasha Radicon is a friend of mine, and he he always wants to swap cases of wine, and mm -hmm. and and he's you know, he keeps saying, "I love this. I can drink it so easily." Where my dad's wine is is I just find too heavy, and it's mm -hmm. so hard to finish the bottle. And mm -hmm. as much he respects his dad, unfortunately, who died recently, recently but. Yeah. But Sasha is saying, you know, this is his style of wine. And I've never felt any kind of competition with, mm. certainly not by chance, it was the one that I actually know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got other friends in that area, but, but um, uh, that w it was quite a bizarre thing, that, that, that this idea that there should be, but straight away trying to establish hierarchies and, and, mm. and this is what an orange wine is. And, you know, with all respect to her, 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 her ancient um, presence um, and experience that, that, you know, just should not even begin to start writing about orange wood or natural wine generally. You know, she doesn't like it. It pisses her off. You know, keep going with what you know. Mm. I mean, everyone to their job is, you know, chacun sa métier. And um, she just missed every single point. Yeah. But the most important being, this is my fucking wine. And okay, you don't like it, but don't say it's not an orange wine because it doesn't fit into your particular... Uh, you know, I, I've come in to, to the Roussillon. I don't feel any connection to, to Vendu Naturel, as would Muscat is the traditional source of wealth in our area. I fucking hate it. Anything with sugar I hate, unless it's chocolate. And... Um, Muscat is a tricky fucking grape to work, mm. whether it's it's Pitigrain or Hanaput. Hanaput uh, is 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 got a lot of pulp. Mm. It's the most difficult grape to press to separate out the juice from that pulp, and the natural enzymes created in fermentation do that for you. Mm. You know, I was getting two hundred liters extra per ton mm. by doing orange wine out of Hanaput. Rather than pressing straight away. Yeah, mm. because obviously I'm not going to use enzymes. And uh, mm. so from a logic, a farming logic, a uh, producer, a peasant logic, and the fact I, I wasn't asking for, for, for uh, it became very fashionable to make an orange wine in France and charge 50 euros for it. But I was charging 10, less than some of my, my other wines. And, mm. and I think also this, this, like, no, but if you're going to do it, it must be expensive. And interestingly, my brother, Domaine Gobi, he, he, in, in one of the French, I mean, they've been trying to deal with the, the Revue de Vang de France. They, they did an orange wine special about five years ago. It was the first time they'd ever addressed. And I never mark orange. I just mark white and red. I mean, Because mm. the grapes you use rather than the actual outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, they asked for my wine and... and, and he was, and they, they pointed out, he was the best wine, La Jasse, which, well, fine, it's, it's a much heavier, richer, 70 euros a bottle, and mine retail was 20, and it was the cheapest wine of the whole tasting, but it was the, the second best. I mean, again, this kind of um, always trying to create hierarchy and, mm. and crap. I mean, the, the two wines have got nothing to do with each other. Uh, the one is, I'm, I don't buy wine at 70 euros, mm. and I'm never going to buy wine at 70 euros, well, unless in inflation goes way up. But, um, and this is also an, uh, one of the points of natural wine, and, you know, people wonder, 
how, why I, I sell so much wine to Noma, but my pricing is also reasonable. And Noma, if they take a wine, they will work 300 bottles a month of a particular wine on the menu. Uh, so obviously, if you're asking for 50 euros a bottle, they're not going to buy your wine. And, you know, I want people to drink my wine. And it's still regarded in my immediate area as being an expensive wine because it's yeah, right. 20 euros a bottle or 25, depending on the cuvee. Mm. Our most expensive is 28. But I know in, in, in the restaurant scene where I'm selling most of my production, whether it's in Italy or Denmark or Japan, that, that at those prices, people can work with them. You know, maybe they can't always work it onto a, a wine menu, but mm. usually yes. Um, but at least it's it's sitting at a price where a sommelier can push it without feeling like he's bludgeoning his customers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm still seeing my bottles sometimes at 100 euros in New York or or, or, or Tokyo or something, and mm. but that's relative to a particular economy. Yeah. yeah. Same thing in Norway and and so mm. on. But uh, you know, it's still you know I'm able to make a living. Um, I'm not exactly getting rich, but I'm not poor either, and uh, my business is healthy. I mean, you know, I had this very strange dinner once in, in France where a Loire winemaker was asked why he didn't go no sulfur, and he said, because I don't want to fuck a boudang and drive a sea cans. A boudang is a blood pudding, and it's a kind of very derogatory term for an ugly woman, but... Um, And a sea cans was actually the car I used to drive at the time, which is like <laughs> this, the shittiest little van you can think of. And yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. But um, you know, this this concept that you can't build a serious business on on natural wine is is crap. Uh, you can build a very healthy business if you can focus on building a business. But um, you can be consistent. You can be uh, create all the normal business relationships required mm -hmm. to build a serious business. But it's not sulfur that's going to make your business successful either.